What's up, everybody? It's Coach Dave, and I lift. Coach Carol, I also lift. Welcome to the She Lifts. He Lifts podcast. And today we are talking about our New Year's resolutions because those are about five weeks ish away. Gosh, yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about them. And when it comes to, regardless of what the resolution is, whether it's fitness related or not, there's some staggering statistics on New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about talk about those, and we're also going to talk about. Um, some ways to avoid them, and also just in general, what it really means. So let's let's go ahead and Carol, tell us what it means. The, the statistics. Well, I think we all know like what a resolution is, and come you know right before the New Year, it's like I'm going to quit smoking, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Right? Everyone has mm -hmm. these big ideas of a huge change that they're, they're going to make literally overnight after partying their butt off the night before, and they're going to wake up and they're going to be perfect and you know, smoke free and go to the gym and, and it just goes from there, right? Mm -hmm. no, no, it doesn't. Um, doesn't? No. Oh. I mean, like you get this whole like feeling of optimism because everybody's talking about it. I hate New Year's resolutions. I don't think I've ever made one. And the reason I don't is because I know you're statistically, you are set up to fail. And that's the stinky thing about it. Mm -hmm. You are statistically set up to fail. So the reality is that over 90%, 90% of New Year's resolutions will be abandoned within a few months. Still want to make resolution? So, I mean, I'm not going to, so here again, like I've said, I've said this before, I'm never going to give someone a reason not to start their journey. Oh. However, and, and we'll get into this a little later in the episode, there's a, there's a reason by that, I, I still do feel like that's not the worst time in the world to start. Okay. But, so we'll, we'll, we'll get that to that in a second. Yep. But I understand what you're saying mm -hmm. it, it is, is we abandon it in a few months. And There's the, also a reason for that, well, too, Well, the reason the for that is because we're thinking too big, right? So, Not you know, even too big. I think it's too big too quickly. Okay. I'll buy that, too. Okay. I mean, it's just too much too fast, right? Like... If you, and we're going to relate it to fitness, I'm not getting into smoking, drinking, and all the other things. Like, right. we'll leave that for somebody else who has a therapy license, because that's not me. But, like, fitness-related, you can't make a resolution. Okay, I'm not a morning person, and if my New Year's resolution is I'm going to get up every day at 5 a.m. and be in Cameron's gym here at Model A by 5.30 in the morning, and I'm going to work out five days a week, that's my New Year's resolution. You know how long that's going to last? Probably, like, a week maybe two because it's not it's against everything that is going to work for me it's too much too fast and it's just it's not sustainable so and, and this is so i'm going to make a counter argument to that one okay i accept your counter oh you want a second like okay here we go so my counter to that one is again that is setting yourself you're absolutely right that is setting yourself up for failure however if you're not a morning person why would you why would you set yourself up for 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 to get up at five in the morning to work out find time somewhere else in, in throughout okay. the day to work out if it's after work if it's on your lunch break you know if you say look I, if you really are trying to make the time i can only do 30 minutes a day okay great there are programs out there that you can get done in 30-ish minutes you could but if you're new to fitness like don't first of all don't wait till january 1st you know, get ahead of the holidays is my always, just what I tell people. And I'm like, we just talked about this a little bit. Like you'll get into, you'll see the different coaching styles. Like I'm a nurture coach. I'm a, I'm a gentle coach. I'm not a coach who's like, you know, I don't, I don't do well if somebody's coaching me going, yeah, let's go, Carol. I'm like, I will laugh at you and just be like, okay, whatever. Right. So my, um, you will my, never let me coach you. 
it would be actually hysterical and we should do that and mm-hmm. film that one night. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but the thing like with me is just, I think resolutions, when you know that you are statistically set up to not do well, then let's figure out how you can do it. Right, and that's that's the thing that I, the point that I'm trying yeah. to make. If, if you're saying I'm not a morning person, but I want to get up at five o'clock, Right. Well, then that's that's not you that's not really it. Think but, about this. Think about what you're committing to. Right. Think about what you're committing to. Find. Let, let's look at what we're already. Doing. The other thing, and like we said uh, just a few minutes ago, too much, too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I really, really think that that is the biggest downfall in in, you're in any right. and, and not just in a New Year's resolution, but in anybody's fitness journey. All right. So when we talk about habits, like to me. The thing is when, if I'm coaching you, you're gonna hear this phrase come out of my mouth a lot. It'll be like, give me three weeks. Um, Let's try this for about two or three weeks and see what your body does. Let's do this until it becomes part of your DNA. Like when when you work with a coach, it's repetitive things, right? It's, did you get your protein in? Did you get your protein in? Did you get, pro-? so when my clients go to the grocery store, they're like, oh my God, you're in my brain. I hear your voice going, mm-hmm. wait, look at the protein, look at the fiber, look at the protein, look at the fiber, right? But it becomes habit. And once that habit, habit can't talk, is established, then we move on to the next habit. So I don't really inundate my coaching as long-term. Um, you know, I'm not really gonna be effective with you in three months, six months usually minimum. So, well, let's get back to New Year's. I have unresolutions. Okay. Like, I, I think unresolutions is is the things that are the big grand things. So if it's an unresolution, it's a smaller bite. Work on a daily five minute change until it becomes a habit. Like devote five minutes every day to stretching. Um, five minutes to sunlight. My list is pretty short and sweet. Start daily affirmations. And 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 out of this list, like pick one. Pick mm-hmm. one to start your new year. Do it for a few weeks and then start jumping in a little bit more. Um, daily affirmations. Cook something new each week. Change up your change up your nutrition. Add things to your that's, food, right? That's that a big one. diversify. Drink more water. If you don't drink water, right? We do. If you don't drink water, don't start with one of these because that's a terrible idea. Start with one of these. Right. And then maybe tomorrow have two of those, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's kind of like the small way that I go about um, coaching people. One of the things that we've talked about before on the show was when we talked about our in our goal setting episode is we talked about our smart goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having small goals along the way. Don't go. One of the things that I can't stand is when someone says, "Oh, you know, you, you've been eating fast food four times a week, and you're eating a, a half a bag of chips every night, and you're drinking a two liter soda every night. Now all of a sudden, I'm going to eat. You know, I've got all these chicken, rice, and broccoli at recipes, and I'm going to drink. I'm getting all the soda out of my house, right, dude? You're set. The all or nothing mentality is, right. and that is is to me is the biggest reason why people. That's fail. why they're going to fail, right? Because right? once you start going going. First of all, there's a whole lot of shit that happens to your body when you start giving all of those processed foods up. It's and I hate to make this analogy because I don't, I really don't liken those things to drugs. But it is very similar to I know, I know, no, I know. I'm with you, especially with just, sugar. But I, I don't like to do this because they're no. not. But 
giving all of that up, it is, it's very much like someone on drugs going through withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and sugar, that's, maybe we need to do a whole episode on sugar because there, <laughs> it does do stuff to the way your brain mm -hmm. receptors work. And, and we know that science tells us that. Um, more on resolutions, right? Like don't go crazy over stuff. Move your body more intentionally. Take the stairs at work, park further away, walk your dog, your kids, your significant other. I don't care who you walk, just walk, like do a little bit more. And then they go, that goes right to what back when I'm saying, people come in and guys, I'm not saying don't come to me, don't come check me out. Uh, whether if you're, and by the way, interested in training with us, there's a link in the bio uh, on our Instagram page at she lifts, he lifts. Mean coach, nice coach. No, I'm just kidding. Right, like, it's no, exactly no, what it says kidding. there. Mean coach, nice coach. No. Um, but there, if you if you're interested, come get us. But also, don't run out and go research Jeff Nippard's leg workout because you because yeah. you, what? No, don't do stuff like that. I said what? Don't. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you said. Yeah, I said yeah, don't I do know, that. Yeah, I know. yeah, I'm like no, don't. Right, and do that, and try to do a, a, a professional bodybuilder's leg workout because you're you, gonna die. Right. <laughs> You know, right. You, you, then right. you'll be so sore that you give up. Right. Again, you move your body intentionally. Like you said, if you're someone who takes the elevator, take mm -hmm. the stairs. Yeah. If you're someone who sits sits in your office, find a reason to get up and walk Good. around your right. office. Right. Things you can do again, like pick one and work on it. Work. Give yourself three weeks. Like this is this is about how long it takes to establish a habit. Consistent bedtime and waking hour. Consistent. You know, set it up. I mean, you're in control of that. And that's important for your body. All right, this is my big one, and y'all can get mad if you want, but like drink less alcohol. You don't have to drink to have fun. Well, at least I don't. I'm sure Dave doesn't either. I mean, we're kind of fun, I think. Um, you know, but that helps um, lots of improvements in your in your body and your mind. Um, so I am actually on board. I'm on board with that one mm -hmm. for, for for the most part. Yeah. Um, again, this is one of those things. And again, this, so here, again, here goes, let's go back to the, to one of Carol's favorite words, balance. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the balance? If you're finding yourself, you're only drinking once or twice a week and only having one or two drinks, do you really need to cut back on your alcohol? Maybe not. Okay. If you find you're drinking once a week and you're drinking a 12 pack every time you sit down and drink, maybe it's time to start sitting back and, examining your relationship with alcohol or you're drinking wine every night to relax and go to bed because guess what it actually interrupts your sleep and you don't sleep as well anyway that's all a lie uh -huh. so like you have to it's it's again put yourself in check a little bit and you know and, and, and look you, at that and if you are the person and again not problem drinking but if you're the kind of person that has a, a drink or two whether it's wine or beer or something like that especially something like that that's higher in calories again I'm not saying you may you may not have to examine your relationship with alcohol, but ask yourself: Do you need those extra two hundred and some calories? Are What's they your, helping you achieve your goals? Right, right. And if your goals are being impeded, sometimes you got to look at that too. Mm -hmm. um, I love to talk about fiber, but if you were to pick one thing to do for three weeks at the new year, just increase your fiber intake. Your colon will thank you, and so will the rest of your body. Um, 25 grams minimum for women, men, like 30 to 35 a day. Average American gets nine grams. Look at your labels. Buy things that are high. Yeah. Really? Fiber. Yes. Statistically speaking, you know, I love my statistics. Uh, yeah, I know. I I, that's what I've never. Nine grams. And it, and, and you know what? It's not hard to get more. I mean, and it's not hard, it's not hard to get more in a healthy way either. Well, no, I if mean, you eat, if you eat, a serving, of, if you eat a serving of vegetable, like, and that, that blows my mind because if you eat a serving of vegetables three times a day, 
That's got to be more than nine grams of fiber. Not, you'd be very surprised. Really? Because people think that I ate a big salad. Guess what? That's not where your fiber is. Your no, fiber... I'm not talking about salads. I'm talking right. about no, things no, no. like Brussels sprouts, broccoli. Mm, they have little bits. Okay. They have, they add up, but to get, you have to be mindful to get to 25 grams. You really do. And then there's some super cheats and I have a sheet and maybe I'll share that. I have like the ultimate fiber cheat sheet. Okay. It's in things that you just might not think. Um, so that's whole grains um, and lots of veggies. Increase your daily protein intake. Do it for three weeks. Your body will thank you. You'll see differences because that's a good one to start with. If you, if I were to tell you to start with anything for the new year, that's it. For three days, look at what you eat without being obsessive, mm -hmm. right? Right. And then if you know you're only getting like three servings of protein a day, up it by one. Which, well, let me ask you this. As, as you are uh, more of a... Uh, Nutrition. nutrition coach than I am, although yeah. I am very versed in nutrition. Yeah. What's more important, fiber or protein? If you had to pick one, again, I know they're both important. God, so don't. You're going to make me pick? Mm -hmm. Or does it depend on the goal? And that is a perfectly acceptable <laughs> effort. Yes and no. It might depend on the goal, but like to me, mm, I can't. Protein, because. Mm, no, like, <laughs> you're causing me great distress. I would say you have to start with one and then incorporate the, the other. other. Okay, okay, but if I start with one, I am going to start with protein. Okay. Just because it's going to raise your resting metabolic rate, your body has to work three times as hard to digest that protein as it does. And I'm talking not protein shakes. They're good as an additive, but like your food. You have to work harder to digest protein than you do carbs and fat. So if I had to give you one to start with, it would be the protein. Um and of course, here's I'm also going to say I'm also going to say real quick before we, we we go into the next one. Yeah, I'm going to say the reason I asked the question is because that is definitely the easier one to start with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It's going to be easier to do. So that's when I coach. That's the first mm -hmm. thing you're going to hear out of my mouth is increase your protein. Increase your. You're going to get tired of hearing it, but it becomes a habit. And then once that's a habit, then it's easy to go. All right, let's work on your fiber. Um, work with a health coach, right? Work with a trainer and certified trainers, not fitness influencers, not the people on Instagram promising that they can spot reduce your whatever, or somebody who's not certified, who hasn't taken courses. First of all, they're going to give you bad advice. You might get hurt. It's just dumb. Work with somebody who knows what they're doing. And it's also to help you set those SMART goals, which we've talked about before, and you have an accountability partner. I mean, that's where success comes from, right? Absolutely. Um, the biggest service I think I provide to my clients is not is not the workouts that I give them. It is not the 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 form corrections. Although I will say that is a big one. That's probably the close second. But the biggest one I I think I provide to all my clients is is the accountability. Did you make it to the gym? Uh, Carol said earlier about did you get your protein? Yeah. Did you hit your protein goals? Did you hit your fiber goals? Yep. I don't ask them about fiber goals. I, I that, that's, I, I honestly don't. But um, the but I do almost every time I coach, and whether it is, is an online coach or an in person uh, person, one of the first things did you get your protein goal? How are you doing with your protein goals? How are you doing with your yep. protein goals? You know what? Another question I ask, and I always ask this, and I'll just randomly ask this question: What'd you eat for breakfast this morning? I actually did a post on that. I think yesterday. What did you eat for breakfast? And I love some of the responses. Oh, that, that was that was was that was that, was that the oatmeal? Thing yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and my comparison, just you know, on social media, just to give you perspective, like you can buy 
Again, we won't get sued by Kodiak unless they're listening to our, our I don't podcast. But um, Kodiak makes protein everything. Protein pancakes, protein oatmeal. You get an oatmeal packet, like a kid's oatmeal packet mm -hmm. of protein oatmeal. It's like, maybe that's like the size of my palm. Like I eat that in like two seconds. I'm like, I don't care that it had 20 grams of protein. I'm hungry. But if you take regular protein or regular protein powder, put it into a regular serving of oats, add some fruit to it, add whatever. I put cinnamon because it's anti-inflammatory. You got like a whole big breakfast. And let me tell you, you're going to be full for a while. Mm -hmm. You're not going to want to eat for at least an hour or two. I eat the waffles a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. Just their protein in the oatmeal. Yeah. No, the oatmeal, the oatmeal one is the oatmeal one. Cause and I, and I agree sad. with you. It's, it's, it's not. So when I, cause I do eat oatmeal, I use a, when I use the, uh, about, I use a half a cup. Plus whatever else, I plus the almond milk, or if I put protein powder in it, or right. whatever. Yep. Um, we digress. So talk about some of yours. What are your things you would tell somebody if it, if we're talking about New Year's and if you have to make an unresolution? My so my things, especially when it comes to fitness, it's a it's a couple of things. Examine where you are and what you think is going to get you to the next step, and start with that. And again, this goes back to the smart goal thing. Yep. If you start the new year out and say, I'm going to get healthy, that is a very broad term. Okay? Yeah. Let me and I'm gonna put this into perspective. Guys, I'm someone who eats right eats healthy eighty-five to ninety percent of the time. I work out five to six times a week. I stretch four out of five mornings. Four um, um four to five mornings. You know, I drink my water most of the time. Very few people would look at the lifestyle that I live and say that I'm unhealthy. But are there things that I could do to to be healthier? Yes, there are. So if I'm going to make a resolution, and so I'm going to take one of them, and I'll give you the perfect example. You just talked about the the alcohol consumption, guys. I've I've examined my over the last couple of years, especially post COVID, my relationship with alcohol. I had I cut back a lot post COVID because I I was. I was bored, depressed, and anxious during COVID. Right. So, you know, that's, well, you know, that was not a great combination. Right. But right now, if I, you told me to, hey, Dave, you have to quit drinking and didn't, and said just not for some health reason, but just because, I'd be like, why? But I could cut back. I could cut back to drinking, you know, one or two beers a week instead of, you know, four or five throughout the week. Sure. You know, um, the, the other thing, again, if you're, We've talked about this one. If you're drinking six soda, six 20 ounce bottles, six this size bottles of soda a day, soda, cut it down yeah. to four. Yeah. You know, start d somewhere. Start somewhere. Start little and work mm -hmm. bigger. Be specific about what you want to achieve and then map it out and, and get that would be a big one. Change one thing at a time. My biggest thing when it comes to people who say they want to lose weight, start with your nutrition because you can lose weight without, and again, I, I, guys, I, I am a certified personal trainer. I, I teach people how to lift for a living. Mm -hmm. I, I train people to live. But the first thing, if someone comes to me and says, I want to lose weight, weight, but I don't want to change anything about my nutrition, guess what? Guys, I'm, I'm almost tempted to go, look, uh, you're, we're not going to be successful. If you're right. trying to lose weight without changing your nutrition, doesn't matter how many how much you can pull, pull push, or press, mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to get there. You're wasting time on mm -hmm. The baby steps, baby steps is, is a big one for me, mm -hmm. is because for two reasons. First of all, again, going too much too soon is unsustainable. Mm -hmm. The other part of this, 
in any weight loss journey, we talk about it a lot, that we use the word a lot when we come when we talk about lifting. We talk about progressive overload, mm -hmm. okay? What is progressive overload? That means adding a little bit more weight, resistance, tension of some sort to the bar, going a little bit harder than last time. Right. The reason we do that is because eventually our body adapts to the stress that we put on it. So if I start, if I can bench, so what, where am I benching right now? I'm doing 185 pounds for eight reps right now, mm -hmm. okay? So if I get there and I bench 185 pounds for eight reps, every time I come into the gym and don't try to push it a little bit, mm -hmm. nothing, once I change to a certain point, I'm gonna stop changing. Right. Unless I change something about, unless, and again, there are other ways to do besides just changing the weight, but unless I add weight or change the resistance curve or do something, I'm not gonna progress. And if you try to do too much too soon, the first time you hit a plateau, it's gonna, cause you're gonna go, what else can I change? What else can right. I change? You can't. You can't. Mm -hmm. Your body's gonna adapt to cutting back on the soda. Mm -hmm. Your body's going to adapt to going for that walk every day. Right. Your body's going, that's a big thing I think with people do too much. We talked about this in our cardio episode and I'll link that into, into here cause we talked about it. Yep. If you come into the, into the gym every day, starting on January, let's, let's face it, January 2nd, because no one really starts on January 1st, no, by the way. Don't. So you come in, starting January 2nd, you go in and you start walking at three and a half miles an hour on a 5% incline for 20 minutes a day. At the end of the first week, you'll have lost weight. At the end of the second week, you've lost weight, probably a little less, but by the end of the fourth or fifth or sixth week, your weight will be exactly where it was at the end of the fourth week yeah. because your body has now adapted exactly. to getting that, 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 that that stress of right. walking on the treadmill. Right, now there is something to be said, and, and just give me two seconds. Go ahead. That's not to say that you come in, let's talk about a lifting program, and this is again why you probably wanna work with a coach if mm -hmm. you've never lifted. You do want to do the same program, and that doesn't mean the same thing every time, but like, let's just talk about it as an overall program. Mm -hmm for a period of time before you switch it up. In other words, don't come in and constantly switch your programming around. No. Like don't go from like, I'm gonna be on, this week I'm gonna do like, uh, I wanna do like 12, um, 12 reps in a set this week, and next week I'm gonna do six, and next week I'm gonna, no, 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 no. Like make it make sense, give it time to work, and then either go into a deload week or something like that, and you can talk to a coach about what all that means, or switch your programming up. But you do have to, again, he's talking baby steps, we're talking progression, you know, and give your body time to work with what you're giving it, and not be like all over the place either. And when I, and I say so structure and baby steps. Baby steps. I'm gonna put this one more perspective um, okay. for you for you athletes out there. Have you ever, whatever sport you play, let's say, let's say it was basketball, okay? And you learned some sort of behind, crazy behind the back pass, but you can't do a, a simple crossover dribble. Guess what? That behind the back pass doesn't mean shit if right. you can't if you can't do you know switch hands when you dribble so it, it's it's those little things yeah. that that don't try to do too much too fast yep another one for me and, and this is there are different schools of thought so this one i'm going to say is a little anecdotal <clears throat> and that is join a gym go to the gym why do you want to go to the gym first of all i have said this before when you try to work out in your house you are a limited in the equipment that yeah. you have, but that can be overcome. But the bigger thing 
is there are too many distractions at home, especially, especially for a beginner. And I know there's a lot of advertisement out there about how the gym is such an intimidating place. Guys, I understand why people think the gym is an intimidating place, but guess what? The people in the gym, for the most part, are some of the nicest, most welcoming people you will ever meet. They are not, they are also, and I don't mean this in a negative way, so please don't take this. 90% of the time when I'm working out, I don't notice other people in the gym when I'm working out. Yeah, I don't. You know, unless they are my clients and I'll stop and say hi, or the people that I talk to regularly. And and maybe intimidation, I don't know, because we know that, and we won't mention them by name because, you know, they're just too big. But, like, you know, there's a gym out there that uses that term all the time. Um, I, I will say that when I first started my fitness journey that there was, um, I didn't feel like people were intimidating me. It was more that I was just self-conscious because of my size and because of my mental state right. about my health and about my body. You know what I mean? So like, I kind of get, get it. That. And I get that. And, and yeah. in that respect, I actually do like the campaign of, of yeah. what we're talking about here. Right. There are other things I don't like about it. Right. Um, But... The, the but nobody cared. Right. I mean, nobody, people gave me pointers and, and not just this gym, you know, I mean, when I, when I ran the gym that I ran, like, you know, it, nobody was, nobody was like being mean or like standing in a corner and staring at you or, you know, anything like that. I mean, I think no one makes, genuinely, no one, I don't think any people, no one really makes fun of people no. in the gym either. No. The only people that get made fun of are the people that, that, that are doing something who know what, know what they're doing. Right. And are doing something just beyond, cra beyond crazy where some you're like, what the, oh there, yeah, right? they are yeah, some but, of the best videos. But yeah, but, but like, that, unless, yeah, unless you're doing Unless you're bench pressing while doing flutter kicks with a with a resistance band tagged around your, the back of your neck, yeah, yeah, that no that's the kind of person that I'm going to look at and go, "What the hell are you doing?" Right. But but you know, I think what you'll find if you if you come a little bit outside of that comfort zone and you were to do one thing for yourself, like you said, join a gym, mm -hmm. you're gonna and and allow yourself to get to know people. You're gonna find that you've got an extended family in here who's as concerned about you and your health as you are. And that's a big thing I think that we don't talk about enough is the community because you you tend to look forward yeah. to seeing your, your your gym friends and you may or may not ever associate them with that, with them outside the gym. Right. But you you. But they're your friends. But they're your friend while there. you while you're there. Yep. They're the people that you talk to. They're the people that yep. that you that you, you complain to. And you look forward to seeing them. And yeah, you're not going to get that at home. I mean, I have stuff at home, and guess what? I come to the gym for that reason because mm -hmm. the stuff's at home, and I'm not going to use. It. I mean, I, I think once in a while, like if it's if it's really, you know, again, if my health is suffering, if it's really cruddy weather, if I just need to get something in, I'll use my bands or some of my small free weights. But when I want to work out, work out, I come to the gym. The other part about about the gym is is I'm going to the gym. I think it's easier, and I'm going to get into this one. Uh, next, some sort of segue. I think by going to the gym, it's easier to set that time aside for yourself. What do you tell your clients about it? About what? Time and how to how to make the time. Do you know I, what I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting there? I'm going to okay. get there in a second. Okay. Um, but I think when when you work out at home, it is far too easy to procrastinate. Oh yeah. Than it is going to a gym because you have to get in the car. You have to go. Yeah. You you want to go before a certain time. You want to be home by a certain time. You know, 
all kind of tips for that too. Yeah. When I used to I not work from home, mm -hmm. I had my gym bag. I either changed in the in the the, the bathroom at my office. Mm -hmm. This is before I ran the gym years ago, and purposely drove not coming up past where the road went to my house. I came the other way to Model A every night to uh, to not give myself an excuse. It was like I'm dressed, right? I'm ready to go. I just need to get into the gym and get at it, and that worked for many 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 years. So, and one of the other things we're going to talk about as we get closer to a little sneak preview well, is we're going to talk about some of the excuses we make. Yeah. Um, but that that is, is, is you're eliminating excuses by doing that. You're sure. eliminating uh, one of the objections by, oh, I have to go home. And once I'm home, I let the dog out and blah, blah, blah. No, take and now it's too late. And, and now, now I'm hungry. Oh, it's too, right. My husband's bothering me or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like we'll get into that. Yep. My next big tip for what Carol calls an unresolution, or as I like to call it, setting yourself up for success, yeah. um, is don't wait till January 1st. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Now, I'm going to say this, and this is where I, I, I alluded to earlier in the episode. There is a logic to waiting till Jan there's a logic to January 1st or 2nd or whatever day, the day after New Year's falls on. There's a logic to it, and I'll give you this. There is no time, really, you have, depending on who you are, you have a legit six weeks before anything happens, and really, for most of us, probably a good closer to 12 weeks before anything major, no, no major holidays, you know, you have Valentine's Day in there, which people can do all kinds of different things, do all kinds of different things for. Super Bowl's in there, but again, that's one that's a little easier to say. So the next sort of big ho holiday is St. Patrick's Day. So you're talking mid-March. So you have two and a half months versus of not a whole lot going on. Also we're coming out of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and Halloween, back-to-back, -back, not necessarily in that order, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Um, to back, to back, to back, to back. So you have this sort of block of time that you can now sort of focus on, on that. So I get that part of it. The problem is we, we use that as a starting point. And then, like we said, we're all done partied out from New Year's, New Year's Eve. So we wait till the second. Now we're like, oh, well, I've, it's the second and it's my first day back to work. So I'm gonna wait till next week. And next thing you know, I'm waiting till next week. Waiting till the first is setting yourself, if you go now, what where where are we? What date is it when we're recording? It's November thirtieth, while we're two thousand twenty-three when we're recording this. Because hopefully for years now this will be in somebody's archive when they it dig up a time capsule. Be. Yes. 100%. Um after they've conquered the machines after they've risen. I don't know. She bad. has no idea what I'm talking no. about for all you Terminator <laughs> fans out there. Um oh, God. Yeah, no. Okay. Um but it's it's tomorrow's December first. So you have Three weeks till Christmas, you could wake up, go to go to the gym, stop by at your, your local gym after work, go in, get familiar with the equipment, go in, get yeah. familiar with the layout of the gym. If you want to think you might want to start working with your coach or a trainer, you've got three weeks to find one. So this way, January 1st, you, you're January 2nd or 3rd or whatever day it is, you're ready to... You're and ready what to happens in three weeks? You can you develop, develop a, a habit. habit, right? Even so, if you go and you don't lift a weight right. and you just go there and walk around, not even walk on the treadmill, just walk around the gym, put your stuff on, go get changed, walk around the gym, try find out, out what equipment, try out equipment. Like, yeah. maybe walk on the treadmill, mm -hmm. take a look at the group fitness uh, options yeah. there. 
because there's a reality to January, and it's not even actually January 1st or 2nd, and I think Cameron would probably echo this. Um, I know that when I ran the gym that I ran, it was usually, because there's still parties and stuff going on. Like, you can continue to make excuses or have reasons to not start. Oh, well, next week I have another party because it's the week after, you know, New Year's. That usually the first two weeks. Around two weeks into January is when the uptick happens. Right. And that's when everyone who's a regular member of the gym is like frantically trying to get their routine in because the gym gets like crazy busy. So just forget that, like offset that, come early, start your routine, build the habit. And that way, you know, you're ahead of the game. Like move your body now and you're ahead of the game come January when everybody else is like, you know, going, well, I guess it's time to get in there and get this done. The other thing too, if you get in there and do some, some movement, especially if you've been like super sedentary, by the time you actually do start and then you're gonna have some movement, your your joints sure. will be used to be moving. Um, not that you're not gonna be sore, but you might be a little less sore. Right. So, and it gives it just gives you that time to sort, sort of start thinking about the habits you wanna Don't do. Don't wait. Don't wait. Guys, I've said this before about we are not bodybuilders, we are not athletes, and we're here to prioritize our health and fitness. You know, we talk about this tagline of this show, sustainable fitness for real life, and what that is, are things that we can do, not just today, not just tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not six months, not a year from now, but 10, 20, 30 years from now, when I am 70 years old, I still wanna be able to walk into a gym, squat at least my body weight. Maybe I won't, maybe I'll have lightened the weight up a little bit by then, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but I still wanna be able to at least move in that pattern. Mm -hmm. I still wanna be able to bend down and pick up a laundry basket, which mm -hmm. by the way, guys, if you've ever bent down and picked up a laundry basket, guess what? You just did a deadlift. You did. Uh, I still wanna be able to walk up the steps. I don't wanna have to rearrange my life because I can't walk up steps anymore. Right. I don't wanna have to rearrange my life because I have to buy an extra plane ticket or I have to, can't go on a certain ride to the carnival with my kids. Those are the things that we train for. Those are the reasons that we do what we do. Those are the reasons that we speak to you guys. And those are the reasons that you guys have come here for, for the advice from Coach Carol and I. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Start finding a way to make your health a priority now. Not January 1st, yep. not in March, not next year when we're probably sitting right back here having the same conversation with half of you. And one thing at a time. And one thing at a time. Yep. Baby steps go a long, yep. long way. So join us next week when we talk about some exercises that you should learn how to do in the very beginning of your fitness journey. Some things that we should work on when we, the first times that we step into the gym. Yeah. Okay. It's not all about heavy squats and heavy deadlifts. It's not all about being able to bench press all kinds of weight. There's a lot of things that have to lead up to be that. And we're gonna talk about some of those exercises that we need to be doing uh, before we get uh, too far along in our fitness journey and are lifting on a cracked foundation. Oof, that's good. Oh, I'll, I'll go into that analogy Man, more next that week. that is good. So do, do us a favor, follow us on, on our social media, Coach Carol, Love Yourself Health Coaching on Facebook and Instagram. I am Coach Dave. Follow me at dwebster023 on Instagram and Rockstar Fitness on Facebook. If you're looking to train in the beginning of the year, check out the links in the bio. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, 